to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend, Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever, exclusive to Lindell TV. And that is we have the, the everybody knows the towel sets, right? That says six piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got, um, we've got our, right there they are. It's $29.98. We're closing them out. We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir Long Stable, our new design on the right there. Those are that we're, those are on sale too. But what the exclusive for for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get there. They are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only I believe there's three colors left. Six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here and. Uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six-pack set. Otherwise, you call this number 800-858-0402. Use that promo code STONE. Uh, my operators are standing by. You're helping my pillow. You're helping yourself with these great products. And you and keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wouldn't dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back in the Stone Zone. Now it is my great privilege uh, to welcome one of my favorite guests, one of my favorite Americans. I call her a MAGA warrior princess because President Donald Trump has no more energetic, no more effective, no more loyal advocate than my good friend Kimberly Guilfoyle of the Kimberly Guilfoyle Show right here on Rumble, and she joins us now. Great to be with you, Roger. I love being in the stone zone, okay? <laughs> it's my comfort space. <laughs> 
you know, Kimberly, for whatever reason, whenever you and I do TV show, either on your great show, the Kimberly Guilfoyle show, or here at the Stone Zone, or any place else, people like to complain about the way we look, the way we dress, uh, the way we carry ourselves. Let me make this observation. They hate us because they ain't us. Exactly. Haters are going to hate, but winners just keep on winning. Ask Donald Trump. Yeah, I think we look amazing. Let's be honest. And you know what? These people are miserable in their lives. They hate themselves and they have nothing better to do than be naysayers and try to criticize other people. But every time they say something, you know, it just makes me stronger and just I, I get actual happiness from it. And I just go, okay, all good. They're paying yeah, attention, I, Roger. They want to know what we're saying, what we're doing, what we're wearing, what we're thinking, um, you know, and so there you go. We're, we're living rent-free in their head. Uh, I think as I once said to famous movie, uh, I revel in their hatred because if I was not effective, well, they would not hate me. Uh, no one is more effective than you are as an advocate uh, for the president. A lot of people don't know this, but you are not only an attorney, uh, you're a former prosecutor in both uh, Los Angeles uh, and uh, San Francisco with, uh, I think, an almost perfect record of convictions, a true support and <laughs> order. Uh, and uh, therefore, I have to ask you um, what you think uh, of the um, not so shocking news out of D.C. Uh, that the judge uh, in the uh, uh, in the Jack Smith case, the case brought by Jack Smith, has now gagged uh, President Donald Trump. Why does this sound very familiar to me? Well, what's going on here? Yeah, it really, it's a complete affront to justice, to the First Amendment, to the Constitution. Uh, this gag order from the judge in D.C. is quite simply, totally and completely illegal. And it's just, quite frankly, another example of election interference, Roger, because it's a purely political gag order. This isn't based on any law or facts or reason. It's political in nature, and it's designed to silence President Trump and his entire campaign team, his surrogates, the family, all of the above. Uh, and they don't even seem to understand the law, quite frankly, because the statute, she said, actually refers to preventing statements, quote, likely to interfere with the rights of the accused. So completely missed the mark, didn't hit the target, uh, but she doesn't care, actually. Uh, this is a political smear campaign. It's not a fair trial. All the proceedings are tainted, and it's a complete disgrace, and the American people see it. Uh, Trump keeps rising in the polls. The more uh, nonsense and election interference that they throw at him, people are rejecting it. They are rejecting the false narrative. They want to live in the truth and to bring this country back to the greatness that we had under President Trump. And this judge has already made up her mind. There is not any fair arbiter, uh, neutral arbiter of justice. Lady Justice is dead, call the morgue, okay? They don't care what the facts are, they don't care what the law is. The gag order even applies to quote, surrogates. So get ready, that's you, that's me, everybody. Um, who, who does it even apply? All of them. So let me get this straight. The special counsel can say and do whatever they want, but Donald Trump isn't allowed to say a thing about it. That's what we're dealing with here. And like President Trump said, this is all to try and drag Biden across the finish line because he's been the worst president in history and he cannot win or beat Donald Trump at the ballot box. He cannot. So what's gonna happen? The Supreme Court needs to step in and stop this judicial abuse of power.
it is imperative that they do so. Yeah, that was kind of my next question, having just had a chance to finally read the order. By the way, it's virtually a carbon copy of the order that was imposed on me uh, in my trial almost three years mm -hmm. ago. I'm not sure where it says when you're charged with a crime that you forfeit your First Amendment rights. Nowhere. Uh, the argument, which is backwards, was that my meager social media postings defending myself uh, might taint the jury. Well, what about CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post, yeah. uh, dominant in the jurisdiction in which this case will be tried? Are they are they tainting the jury? Uh, and you, you make another excellent point, which is in my case, the judge extended the gag to members of my family uh, and quote-unquote, supporters, supporters. That meant, for example, uh, when Tucker Carlson said something favorable about me or in my defense or Alex Jones or, for that matter, uh, Donald J. Trump, well, that was technically a, a violation of the gag order if they could prove, which, of course, they never could, that I had instructed or asked them to say anything. Uh, right. But here's the problem. If uh, we appealed to the uh, D.C. Court of Appeals, uh, and there our motion sat for eight long months, eight months while I sustained extraordinary damage at the hands of CNN and MS MSNBC. Uh, and then days before the trial, the appeals court ruled that my motion was not right for a decision because I had not first asked the trial judge who had imposed the gag order on me to begin with uh, to remove it on constitutional grounds which, of course, she would never have done. Uh, so I, uh, for those who say, well, Trump needs to appeal this immediately, yes, but I think an appeal to the, uh, to the circuit court, appeal to the appeals court in D.C., uh, is largely a waste of time. What do you think? Well, absolutely it is, of course, because the deck is stacked. These people are hell-bent on destroying the country, the president. Um, they're just as entrenched as the swamp in D.C. It's just, it's a fool's game and a fool's paradise in DC. But that's why we just have to use every legal means available to actually make sure that uh, the law is honored and followed, um, the constitution is protected, and Donald Trump is the one that is going through the wall for us. That's what he's doing. And if they can do it to him, and God bless that he has the means and ability to be able to defend and protect himself and fight for justice, but what about the, you know, the average show that is, you know, the hardworking men and women across this country that can be persecuted, uh, the people that are the surrogates that are fighting for what they believe in, that they truly want to fight because they believe in this country and they support Donald Trump, which is their God-given right to do so and constitutional right to do so, to vote for who they want to support with who they want to support, um, use their First Amendment freedoms to express themselves. So this is what's at stake in this country, and there is no turning back from it. And that's why it's so important, and I'm so proud of President Trump to fight the way that he is and to show us that strength that is so inspirational, because he is taking on and attempting to cut off the head of the beast. And he's doing it on his own because he believes in us and he wants to fight for us, and he believes in this country. And he knows what the stakes are. I mean, just look at all the turmoil and unrest throughout the world. We wouldn't be having all of these problems and geopolitical reasons if, you know, Donald Trump was still in office. Think about it. 
You, you make an excellent point. The man's courage is really quite extraordinary. I saw his remarks in Iowa where he said that that he's prepared to go to prison over this principle. If he has to run for re-election from prison, he's prepared to do so. Uh, that is not uh, not uh, an attractive prospect. But let's remember, Paul Manafort was incarcerated for 18 months prior to ever being convicted of any crime. Uh, and therefore, the first time uh, that the prosecutors determined that, in their opinion, he has violated this gag order, they will go running to the judge uh, and ask that he be uh, disciplined, which could uh, be as could be as draconian uh, as incarceration. I put nothing past these people. Uh, his lawyers, I don't need to tell you this, need to read this order with a fine tooth comb. But uh, it seems to me that they're they're violating your First Amendment rights. That you, Kimberly Guilfoyle, can't say what That's you correct. want uh, publicly. Uh, just because you're a supporter of his. This boggles the mind. There's never been a, a judicial decision about the constitutionality of these gag orders. We sought one. We were denied one. Uh, it's never been adjudicated. Interestingly enough, in D.C., D.C. has a unique rule, unique among the other circuits, in which the lawyers can also be gagged. I haven't had a chance to read this full uh, order, but my guess is the president's lawyers are also unable to speak. Publicly but can you even imagine that? So you have a right to counsel and to defend yourself and a presumption of innocence in this country. But now your lawyers aren't allowed to speak on your behalf. Your surrogates, your family members aren't allowed to speak on your behalf. You're not allowed to defend yourself. You're just supposed to sit there and take it. Um, it's just it's unbelievable. It's beyond a witch hunt. It's beyond election interference. Uh, you know, what country, I want to wake up in the morning and actually recognize America versus what country am I in that all of this is being allowed, tolerated? Uh, you know, poor President Trump, but, you know, he's he's so strong and he's in great spirits. God bless him because he's such a fighter. And like you said, he has such courage. But that's why he's an inspirational leader. And that's why he's someone we need as commander in chief not someone who fails this country and helps like, destroy the rest of the world while he's at it, like Joe Biden. I mean, the juxtaposition is just, um, it's its really just astonishing when you think about it. Well, and let's let's follow the dominoes here. So we are moving quickly to a two-front war. Uh, we're already obviously spending uh, blood and treasure uh, in Ukraine. Uh, we uh, we have 2,000 pre-selected troops to go to Israel. They tell us that they won't see combat, but somehow I doubt that. There's already 5,000 uh, uh, consultants uh, on the ground, contractors. Who do they work for? Uh, we are, we're moving closer and closer and closer to World War III. Now, if uh, this we have a wider war uh, in Israel, uh, and I support Israel, by the way. Uh, and we have this ongoing conflict in Ukraine. And the Chinese move on Taiwan, which they're encouraged by the weakness of Joe Biden to do because of our reliance on the uh, computerized chips built essentially only there. The U.S. economy under Joe Biden is about to take an enormous hit. Uh, meanwhile, we have Janet Yellen telling us, don't we can afford two wars. I would like to afford no wars. How about no wars like we had when Donald Trump was president? 
well, that's his idea, and that's how he actually, that's the uh, the Trump doctrine, so to speak. But in, meanwhile, like you so eloquently pointed out, Joe Biden is failing everywhere that Donald Trump succeeded. Think about that, okay? Because with Donald Trump, he brokered the historic you know, peace deals in the Middle East. He de-escalated tensions with North Korea. He took out the world's top terrorists and high-value targets, and he had a plan, a real plan, to end the endless wars without the chaos and catastrophe that we saw from Joe Biden in the abysmal withdrawal, the disgusting, despicable loss of life in Afghanistan. And Donald Trump, he held uh, our adversaries, Roger, as you know, accountable. He didn't appease or he didn't embolden them. He made sure to hold them accountable. And Joe Biden, he unfreezes billions of Iranian dollars. And then Hamas, uh, you know, starts attacking. Every common sense person knows it's directly related. It's not about the exact minutes or seconds that the cash went in. When you know that you have that money coming in, you are emboldened and you are ready to strike. So this was all orchestrated. And then all of a sudden they get this cash in. I mean, nobody is believing this is some kind of coincidence. And Israel had no greater ally than the Trump administration and President Trump, right? We had a very safe and secure world under Donald Trump. And now we're seeing nothing but chaos and confusion. And it is all emanating, it is all stemming from Team Biden. And, and sadly, as we know through history, all weakness does is invite aggression. But then again, Biden and his family have shown us they have no problem siding with our adversaries over our allies to make a quick buck. That's the Biden doctrine right there. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Every uh, president, every Republican president in my lifetime pledged to move the temple to Jerusalem, uh, but only Donald Trump did it. Uh, Donald Trump, as you correctly pointed out, uh, was highly successful. They said he couldn't do it uh, in the Abraham Peace Accords. Right, we now know that former Secretary uh, of State John Kerry was shuttling around the region urging uh, those nations not to cooperate. By the way, I think that's a violation of the Logan Act. I don't think you can be out conducting your own personal... When's that guy going to be prosecuted? Exactly. Exactly. That one blows my mind. And we know that the instant President Trump decided to end the one-sided Iranian nuclear arms deal, in which essentially we were going to trust the Iranians not to take the billions we were giving them to develop nuclear arms... And what kind of stupidity that is. Uh, John Kerry was in there seeking to put this back together under Joe Biden. Why this guy was not prosecuted. Instead, we have great patriots like General Flynn, who did nothing exactly. whatsoever. He gets and yourself and Manafort. It's outrageous. And going after Rudy Giuliani. I mean, it's endless, endless, endless. Uh, let's talk about Iowa. The president just had a great uh, trip there. I saw that the it's a very popular attorney general endorsed him. That was a big get. Uh, people say to me, uh, well, Governor Kim Reynolds uh, is for Governor Ron DeSantis. Fine. Here's what people don't understand about politics. I've only been doing it about 45 years. Support is not transferable. Endorsements, with the one exception, right. Donald Trump, he's the only exception I've ever seen to this rule. A Trump endorsement is actually worth something. I've never seen it again anywhere in American politics. 
So as much as a voter may like Kim Reynolds, uh, no one says, oh, I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis for president uh, because Kim Reynolds is for him. No, they're going to say, I'm voting for Donald Trump because he's the most qualified candidate to be president. Uh, these numbers come out of, coming out of Iowa uh, continue to blow my mind. Uh, Ron DeSantis has withdrawn his campaign from South Carolina, withdrawn it from New Hampshire, withdrawn it uh, from Nevada. Uh, he is now down to one final Hail Mary pass, which I think he's running out of cash even there. When, Kim, when is this guy going to throw in the towel and get behind the only Republican who can beat Joe Biden or whoever it is the Democrats decide to put up? Yeah, uh, check the carton of milk, but the expiration date has passed. That guy's done, okay? He needs to come back and crawl on his hands and knees to Florida to try to get the constituents to forgive him for being an absentee you know, father here. It's unbelievable. It's a waste of time and resources. I hope everyone's pretty pissed off that donated money to him because he actually just lowered his stock so much exponentially, like the street is just like shorting him, okay? Shorting him, and I mean that. It's, it's outrageous to me because if we are actually serious about defeating Joe Biden and restoring integrity and American greatness and putting America first in this country, we're done. We need to get going. It's over. Let's focus on the general election. Let's focus on what's going on and what we need to do to take the country back. And let's do it ASAP. Consolidate resources and support and momentum and move it forward. I don't know what anyone else is waiting for. I don't care. Chris Christie, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, all of the above. Guys, Pence, that's another one. What are you waiting for? This is a joke. You know in good conscience that you don't have a chance. So do you love this country or are you all about yourself? Because we've had enough of the people that are all about themselves. That's what the Democrats and the liberals do. Okay, that's what the weaponized justice system, DOJ, IRS, FBI does. We need to put Trump back in. The faster, the better. So let's focus. Get it together. Like, it's enough already. There's no playoffs. There's no nothing. It's Let's go straight to the game, to the show. It's World Series time. Let's go. Uh, leads to the most obvious questions. Uh, I used to have a friend who was a Republican political consultant who said, never underestimate the stupidity of the Republican Party. Uh, and despite my deep sentimental attachment to the party of Lincoln and the party of Eisenhower and the party of Goldwater, Reagan, and of course, most importantly, the party of Trump, I can't disagree with that. What is with these House Republicans? President Trump has endorsed Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is a good man. He has the overwhelming support uh, of the caucus. Uh, yet we can't seem to get our act together. We seem to like to form the firing squad in a circle. What? What are these? What's wrong? Well, I, I don't know. Public? It's it's a tragic it's a tragic circle, right? Um, they just can't get out of their own like chaos circle. But you know, Jim Jordan is phenomenal. I think we'd be so lucky to have him. He's so smart and talented. He's tenacious. Uh, it's because they don't want to lose control of their you know swamp tentacles that they have in, and that's Rhino Republicans. They're even more dangerous than the rest of them. And that's the problem. So, but this is time for new leadership and a new vision and a new voracious appetite to get things done for ethics and intelligence and morality and putting the country back in the driver's seat. 
Um, so I'm fully supportive of him. The president has supported him. So let's like get on board. Don't say stupid stuff. It just makes you sound like a moron when you say, oh, I'm concerned about his national security or foreign policy experience. What? Shut up. You're stupid. You should be out of office if you have that concern. Sorry to tell you. I know the measure of the man. I know how capable he is and how smart. And by the way, this is the most action we've seen from Congress with the committees that Jim Jordan heads up and what he's been able to accomplish and really calling to task the IRS and the DOJ and the FBI um, and looking at what's happening here with the weaponization of government, with lawfare being, again, you know, the president, let alone the hardworking, um, you know, average citizens of this amazing country that are the backbone. So that's who Jim Jordan is. He's a fighter. He's a champion wrestler. It says a lot about his tenacity and being willing to get in there and be confrontational and mix it up and be hands-on. I like that. I'm tired of business as usual. I want business at best. I want American exceptionalism back. I don't want to bow a knee to any of these other countries. I want to put them in their place. They need to know who's in charge and who is the leader of the free world. And that's going to be Donald J. Trump when he is reelected, because that's where all of this is going. And we're going to start it with having someone strong for speaker uh, in the House with Jim Jordan. And I cannot wait. Okay, uh, final question. Uh, you know, normally, of course, in politics, uh, when a candidate for federal office uh, is charged with a federal crime, uh, their money dries up, their votes drive up, their candidacy dries up. Every morning I look at the latest polling because I'm a junkie, you know, uh, and I got to read the, the, the cross tabs and look at the internals. Exactly. This, and I've been doing this, as you know, for 45 years. Uh, and I've never seen anything like the current phenomena of Donald Trump. This guy just keeps getting stronger. His vote total goes up. But it's not just that. The loyalty, the intensity of it, the support he does have just gets stronger. So he's not joking when he says, if they indict me once, one more time, they're going to elect me. He's absolutely right. It seems to be having the exact opposite effect of what the deep state uh, wanted. I know you are very active in helping his fundraising. How is fundraising gone in the last 30 days? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, he's doing um, exponentially well. The legal fund, in addition to funds for mugging and for the campaign, small dollars coming in, large dollars coming in. You have to understand something. The donors are pulling the ripcord, okay, on the failing, sinking, flatlining campaign of Ron DeSantis and the rest of them, okay? People don't want to throw stupid money and then bad money after it. Like, it makes no sense. So they're jumping on. And that's fine because we have built, you know, honestly, a big tent. There's people that should have stayed with us. There's a few that, you know, didn't. But now who's the fool? And some you of them know? I hear are coming back. Some of them, some of them are coming are. back. But they are. They're all coming back because they want to back a winner and they know that it's President Trump. And guess what? Like I said, we have a big tent for them. We welcome them back. We wish they stayed the entire time. But no one feels worse about that than they do. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not into the pettiness. I'm into actually effectuating outcomes and moving on target and achieving. I'm solution oriented and I know exactly what we need to do, you know, to win. We're doing it. It's going to happen. Everybody sees it. It just does not matter if they come up with three more indictments by Friday. It's not going to matter because the American people see it. Um, they see this whole thing for the farce that it is. 
that they're just trying to interfere in the 2024 election. And this is the path and the means by which they have chosen to do so. Uh, I uh, spoke to uh, a good friend of mine who has uh, been a major donor and major fundraiser for uh, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin. He is right now at a retreat, retreat for Youngkin's donors. He assures me 100% that Governor Youngkin is not running for president, period, not running. And when I asked him why not, he said, who would want to be the next Ron DeSantis? So uh, I no gave way. Mark. Because he would, he would merely be crushed the same way Ron DeSantis was. He'll ruin uh, his career. Has anyone ruined. heard of a date? It's called 2028. Like, get over yourself. Trump's going to go now. He's going to win. You're welcome. Then try to work to actually get another Republican in in 2028 to take over from the greatness that Donald Trump is going to be able to achieve. If you have a brain, that's what you should be thinking about. But if you have no brain and no spine and you're just like a soft, pathetic human being, you're going to listen to these phony POSs, political consultants that are going to rape you and take your money and make you look like a fool and ruin your career because they just want to get paid. They don't care about you. They don't care about the country. They're mercenaries. But the bottom line is we got Trump. He's our brave heart. We're going straight in 2024 victory. He'll be inaugurated in 2025 and things are going to get corrected in very fast order. Uh, there you have it, folks. Uh, the shy, uh, retiring, quiet, <laughs> uh, uh, always mincing words, Kimberly Guilfoyle, my good friend of many years. As I said at the top, there is no more effective advocate for Donald Trump than Kimberly Guilfoyle. Kimberly, thank, thank you, you so friend. much uh, for joining us on The Stone Zone. And folks, make sure you tune in to Kimberly's show, The Kimberly Guilfoyle Show. We're both right here on Rumble. Thank you, Kim. Indeed. Thank you, my friend. God bless. Oh, there you have the fire-breathing Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, who always brings it. She can always be counted on not to mince words. Uh, today uh, is uh, October 16th. Uh, it is uh, my wife, Nidia Bertrand Espinoza's uh, birthday. Uh, and uh, I'm happy to say, uh, while I'm not going to tell you how old she is because, well, she wouldn't be very happy with me if I did that. I am happy to tell you uh, that uh, she is now two and a half years cancer free. So um, she's a little under the weather today, but it's just a, a minor cold. There she is with the president. Uh, and uh, I want to wish her uh, a happy birthday uh, on this momentous occasion. There she is uh, dancing with President Donald Trump at our wedding 31 years ago. Happy birthday, Nidia Stone. God bless you. All right. Um, I had the opportunity uh, to uh, speak at the Reawaken America tour uh, at the Trump Doral property uh, this weekend. Um, it was an amazing event of patriots. Let me say a couple things. No, we are not white supremacists. No, we are not white nationalists. Uh, no, we are not extremists. Yes, we are Christians. Yes, we believe in the U.S. Constitution. There were a small, very small group of left-wing uh, Christian protesters uh, outside uh, the, uh, the facility. I'm sorry, but you're the ones who misinterpret the word of God. We can read the Bible. We can read. 
Um, we don't advocate violence. Uh, we don't advocate anything other than a lawful solution to all of our country, all of our country's problems. Uh, I'm going to show you a clip from my speech. Here it is. Our next uh, presenter is one of my favorite presenters. I, I really do love what he has to say because he actually knows what's going on, and he's been knowing what's going on for four, maybe five decades. After surviving a massive attack from the deep state, Roger Stone recently committed his life to Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, and he's here to expose the plan of the Marxists, the globalists, and those seeking to destroy our God-given American freedoms. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet the great Roger Stone! Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. First of all, let me say uh, that for me, uh, it is always an extraordinary honor to be on the same stage with one of the greatest American patriots, with one of the finest Christian gentlemen, without, with one of the country's leading geopolitical military strategists, my good friend, General Michael Flynn. And let me say again, that I believe that General Michael Flynn's greatest public service lies ahead. Let me also say that I'm very happy for the first time to share the platform, uh, her first appearance at a Reawaken America tour event, my very good friend, Laura Loomer. She is a warrior, a true warrior. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand before you as living proof that Jesus Christ can do anything. Uh, if you know me, then you know my simple story. Uh, I'm a veteran of 13 national presidential campaigns beginning with Richard Nixon, three campaigns for governor, later president, Ronald Reagan. Proud to have worked for one of the greatest Americans of the 20th century, Senator Bob Dole. Uh, but most importantly, a 45-year friend and advisor to the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln, Donald J. Trump. And because I was one of the earliest people in the country to urge Donald Trump to run for president, uh, and because uh, I worked towards that endeavor from 1988 until its fruition in 2016, uh, I was targeted in the Mueller investigation, uh, and I was charged for lying under oath in my voluntary testimony before Congress regarding Russian collusion that we now know indisputably never actually happened. 
In other words, uh, I was charged, candidly, to pressure me to testify falsely against President Donald Trump, something I steadfastly refused to do. I was so naive in the beginning, and I knew there was no Russian collusion or any WikiLeaks collaboration on my part, that surely I would get a fair trial and an opportunity to clear this up. You have no idea how wrong I was. I was subjected to a Soviet-style show trial uh, with a hostile judge, who might as well have been a, another member of the prosecution team. Uh, I was, had all of my constitutional rights violated in pre-trial motion. And I came to the sad conclusion that no Republican, no Trump supporter, no conservative, no free thinker, no non-Democrat could ever get a fair trial uh, in Washington, D.C. And the time came when I became despondent. I was depressed. Uh, I was angry. I was frustrated. I was fearful, not so much for myself, but for my wife, because I did not know how she would support herself or who would take care of her if I was unjustly incarcerated. And I was drinking too much. Uh, and then a young pastor by the name of Randy Coggins uh, from then North Florida, now in Georgia, uh, urged me to uh, meet with Reverend Franklin Graham, who was touring Florida uh, and who was here to speak to a revival in Boca Raton. Now, as a younger man, I'd had the opportunity to meet Billy Graham when I was working for President Nixon, uh, and I had the opportunity to drive him from the old Hilton Hotel in Key Biscayne to uh, President Nixon's compound there. I still have the Bible that he signed for me. Uh, and I, uh, I, I leapt at the chance to meet Franklin Graham to tell him of my concerns. He was extraordinarily gracious. But I was thinking, you know, like a politician. And, and therefore I said, well, Reverend Graham, perhaps you could put in a good word for me uh, with the president, because my lawyers would not let me speak to him and his lawyers would not let him speak to me uh, during the time that I was charged. And he said, well, uh, I'll look into that, see what I can do, but let me give you a much better piece of advice. Turn your life over to Jesus Christ. Confess your sins, get right with the Lord, and I guarantee you he will lift you up. He will save you from your persecutors. Uh, and I said, well, I'll think about that. Uh, and then I went to a revival uh, in a field I would say there were 2,000 people there. It was like a Trump rally almost. There were a lot of Make America Great hats. I was pretty universally recognized. A lot of people wanted to pray with me and pray over me, which I appreciated. But the moment came in his oration uh, where he said, I don't care if you're 
problem is alcoholism or drug addiction uh, or gambling addiction or family problems or health problems, uh, if you will turn your life over to the Lord, if you will confess your sins and pledge to sin no more, and if you will do so with sincerity, the Lord will lift you up. The Lord will deliver you. And then in that moment, without hesitation, without embarrassment, as the most natural thing in the world, I stood with, say, 200 other Christians in this open field. I confessed my sins to the Lord. I was redeemed. And then from that point on, everything in my life changed. It was as if cement blocks were lifted from my shoulder. I came home and my wife said, what happened to you? You were, you were near suicidal when you left here this morning, and now you have a bounce in your step. And I said, honey, everything is going to be okay. And the Lord answered my prayers. In fact, in all honesty, I have had six miracles in my life in a very short period of time. Uh, miracle number one, uh, the president recognized that I was being persecuted, essentially tortured, uh, and was facing seven to nine years in jail simply because I refused to bear false witness against him. And therefore, 48 hours before having to report to a, a dank Georgia prison where I was supposed to die, uh, he commuted my sentence. That's miracle number one. That Christmas, uh, he gave me a full and unconditional presidential pardon. Don't look for it on Google. You won't find it, but it happened. There's miracle number two. Then shortly after my pardon, uh, my wife, of now 39 years, uh, who was my rock through that trial, who constantly cheered me up and urged me on and insisted that I not give up, was diagnosed with aggressive stage four cancer. The doctors were not optimistic. And I'm happy to tell you today, through the healing power of Jesus Christ, my wife, is two years plus cancer free. Sweetheart, are you here? Then uh, on the morning of January 6th, uh, I was uh, in my hotel. Uh, and yes, I've said this before, the Lord came to me that morning in prayer and I knew not to leave the hotel grounds that day. Despite the very best efforts of MSNBC and others in the fake news media, I know nothing about the events at the Capitol, nor was I involved in events pertaining to the election that based on what I've read, I actually believe to be perfectly legal, but which have now been criminalized. Uh, and then while visiting, so there's a, yet another miracle. Uh, then while uh, visiting Memphis to visit the uh, television studio of my good friend, Mike Lindell, 
The day after the last election, the car I was riding in was T-boned by a driver doing 55 miles an hour. The two security men I were with had sustained minor injuries, and I walked away from this totaled car without a scratch. There is miracle number five. Uh, and then just before that election, uh, I had driven from Oklahoma City uh, to Omaha, Nebraska, uh, and I drove through a tornado in which I was certain that I would be killed. Yet once again, I completed my trip without incident. You literally could not see two feet in front of you. So now, because politics is about the future and not the past, I pray for one more miracle. And that miracle is for the Lord to save the United States of America. There is only one man, and he is just a man, but he's an extraordinary man who has the courage and the strength and the conviction and the stamina and the fearlessness to save this country, and his name is Donald Trump. What people do not understand about Donald Trump is he did not run for president because he wanted a big fancy house. He already had a beautiful house. He didn't run for president because he wanted a fancy jet. He already has the most luxurious private jet you've seen. He didn't run for president uh, because he wanted to become better known or to build his business brand. He was already the best-known entrepreneur, capitalist, businessman in the country. He ran for president, not for the ceremony, not for the prestige. Uh, he has taken the slings and arrows for us simply because he loves America and he doesn't like seeing what's happening to it. And now we have seen something I have never seen in American politics because it is entirely counterintuitive. Uh, and that is normally when a candidate for public office is charged with a crime, they drop in the polls, their money dries up, uh, and their candidacy is over. But Donald Trump is being subjected to a tsunami of lawfare. Why? Because he is an existential threat to the two-party duopoly, to the uniparty, to the globalists who seek to ruin this country. And they realize that Donald Trump cannot be, Donald Trump cannot be bullied. He cannot be bossed. He cannot be bought. And he will always see things through the lens of does it put America first? And therefore, he has been subjected to some of the most outrageous lawfare I have ever seen. 
every American has an absolute constitutional right to question the anomalies and irregularities in an election. That is not a crime. But it has been criminalized by these Soros-funded prosecutors uh, and by deep state prosecutors uh, in Washington. Every president under the 1977 uh, Presidential Records Act has the absolute right to uh, do it, dispose of their presidential records in any way they want. Uh, a judge in Washington, D.C. even ruled that Bill Clinton could keep his in his sock drawer, but now Donald Trump is being prosecuted for handling his presidential documents in a way that he is frankly quite legally entitled to do. But it's going to take more than Donald Trump, because I can tell you, he is a fighter. He is just spurred onward by these challenges. I've spent time with him recently. He is more determined, more resolute, more upbeat, more confident than ever before. My friends, it is very clear to me, as we see, uh, as we foresee the political scene, that our problem today are not the left-wing, socialist, Marxist, screwball Democrats. Our problem is the gutless, feckless, weak-kneed, spineless, lily-livered, white wine-swilling, country club-belonging, establishment Republicans who have neither guts nor balls, who will not stand up and fight for this country. So, I, although others may criticize him, I praise Congressman Matt Gates for helping show Andrew McCarthy the door. I praise him for sending, helping sell, show Kevin McCarthy the door. And I say to you, it's time for him to take Mitch McConnell with him. If you're familiar with the prophecy of Kim Clement, and I only became familiar with this myself after uh, I was attacked, he says uh, in a very important prophecy that the giants, the brothers of Goliath, that's the deep state, will be taken down by a simple stone. Remember that name. And I say to you, because pridefulness is a sin, I do not claim to be a savior. I do not claim to be a prophet. Uh, I am simply a soldier in the army of God, but I am prepared to do his will, whatever that may be.
This, this comes uh, with a price. This is a subpoena from Hunter Biden's lawyers. This was delivered to my home last week. Hunter Biden's lawyers want all records pertaining to my knowledge of the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. And the problem with that is everything I know about Hunter Biden's laptop, I read in the New York Post. What this is, is an expensive attempt to silence me, to stop me from talking on my daily show at stonezone.live every day at five o'clock Eastern time, uh, or to stop me from talking on my WABC radio show, which you can hear from four to six at wabcradio.com. By the way, my guest tomorrow is none other than General Michael Flynn. You definitely want to tune in for that. But I will not be silenced. It means I have to go out and raise the money for the Delaware lawyers to move to quash this subpoena. My wife and I are still the targets of 11 totally bogus, meritless, false civil suits meant to harass us. This is simply because I am a friend and supporter and loyal supporter of Donald J. Trump. Yes, you can go to stonedefensefund.com and send a contribution if you wish, uh, or your prayers are equally appreciated because I will not stop fighting. As I said, I got my start uh, in American politics working for President Richard Nixon. It was President Nixon who said, the greatness comes not when things go always good for you, but when you take some knocks, you suffer some defeats, when sadness comes, because until you have been in the deepest valley, you cannot appreciate the majesty of the highest mountaintop. And then he said, a man is not finished when he is defeated. He is only finished when he quits. Ladies and gentlemen, like my friend General Flynn, like my friend Donald Trump, I will never quit in the fight for freedom. God bless you. There you have it, uh, my remarks at the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, we are big fans of Rumble Live Chat. We have a question from Here Comes the Hammer uh, on Rumble Live Chat who asks, how is it that people who aren't party to the case can be included in the gag order? Is that even possible? I mean, how is the court supposed to make them aware? Uh, this is exactly a carbon copy of the gag order that was used uh, to silence me, uh, in which they said members of my family or supporters. Uh, that would mean, say, Tucker Carlson or Alex Jones or others, Donald Trump himself, who spoke up in my defense. 
I think it is unenforceable. Uh, but specifically, if the court could establish that Donald Trump instructed a person to say something in his behalf uh, or at his behest, that would technically be a violation. In my opinion, the entire thing is unconstitutional. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether we get an actual test of its constitutionality. Uh, again, when I was gagged, uh, we immediately challenged the constitutionality of the gag. Uh, but the appeals court sat on it for eight months uh, with no ruling while I sustained very extraordinary damage from CNN, MSNBC, and the Washington Post. Uh, and then just before my trial, when the matter was essentially moot, uh, the uh, court ruled that it was not right for a decision because I had not first asked the judge who imposed the gag order on me uh, to remove it, which of course she never would have done. By the way, the idea that the gag order was put in place to stop me from tainting the jury pool, why then did the judge keep the gag order in place after I was convicted and even prior to my sentencing, uh, proving that it was really about silencing me so that I could not defend myself? Donald Trump is in the exact same place. Folks, I have to ask you one more time. We are brought to you by the great folks uh, at MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com right now. And when you do, use a promo code STONE. Uh, Mike Lindell pointed out one great closeout special. The six-piece towel sets uh, are now on closeout special. When they're gone, they're gone. Uh, they're not every color uh, is still available, in fact. But this is an extraordinary bargain. Uh, at a clearance price. So uh, again, if you uh, are 50 and you want to make a great, great savings, uh, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONE. Whether it is the dog beds or the pet blankets or the all-season slippers uh, or the uh, MyPillow sandals uh, or the MyPillow waffle blankets or the MyPillow throw blankets, uh, or the uh, men and women's bathrobes, also on closeout. All of these great products are still available, uh, and all of them uh, are of first quality. You can help Mike Lindell in his epic legal fight. Uh, you can help my pillow uh, survive. And by the way, uh, don't be concerned. Your orders will be honored, despite the legal issues that Mike Lindell is fighting on the personal side. Those do not affect my pillow in any way uh, and you can help yes Roger and Nidia Stone and we deeply appreciate your help God bless you so if you want to buy a Mrs. Stone a birthday present or buy a birthday present so that she and I get a commission please go to mypillow.com and use promo code stone uh, in the meantime I'm Roger Stone this has been the Stone Zone God bless you we will see you tomorrow <laughs> Hello, everyone. I wanted to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend, Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever, exclusive to Lindell TV. And that is we have the, the everybody knows the towel sets, right? That's a six piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got, um, we've got our, right there they are. He's $29.98. We're closing them out. 
We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir long stable, our new design on the right there. Those are, that were, those are on sale too. But what the exclusive for, for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get, there they are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only, I believe there's three colors left, six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here. And uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six pack set. Otherwise you call this number 800-858-0402. Use that promo code STONE. Uh, my operators are standing by, you're helping my pillow. You're helping yourself with these great products and you're going to keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV.